0: Expected to wake up ahead of the rest of them. Oh well, some women will be pleased to find a shirtless man
1: on the couch. Welcome to Game On Girl. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. Today we have Mark and Ryan joining us. Say hello guys. Hello, hello. and this is Friday, January second, and this is our year in review. So stay tuned and thanks for listening to Game On Girl. Well, 2014 was quite a year, wasn't it, guys?
2: It was. It was. It, it was, was definitely 365 days.
1: Yes, it was. It was a year. Uh,
3: those
0: years that ended years.
3: four.
1: Oh, those years <laughs> that ended for. Uh, it takes me. Are there, are <laughs> there like suspicions, uh, superstitions about years that end in X or whatever? Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there
3: is. That's People good. have an excuse That's for all kinds of things.
1: This is true. This is true. But it's been it's been an interesting year to be a geek. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of been a mixed bag. Um, there's a lot of great stuff happening. There's a lot of crappy stuff happening. So um, let us talk up a little bit about some of our favorite our favorite uh, genres. Medias. Medias. Mm-hmm. I like that. Things Medias. to do. Our Things to do. Yeah, our sort of recommendations, I guess, from 2014, a little rem- reminiscent of our, our rap sessions here. So um, what do we want to start with? Anybody got an itch that we want to talk about one, one media in particular? Let's
2: go with movies. Everybody watches movies.
1: Okay. Let's start with movies. It was hit and miss. It was kind of hit and miss, wasn't it? There were some really great movies and there were some really not so great movies. I think a, a lot of the expectations, all uh, uh, most of them fell really just kind of meh. I think that happens a lot when you have a lot kind of riding on something or a lot of hype. Like, um, Well, I'll start. My favorite movie, and you guys may. I have this as your favorite too. I don't know. Was Guardians of the Galaxy?
0: Yeah, I think we should put that in canon. Yeah, probably. I, don't <laughs> I have a, I have a runner up for it too. <laughs> Is it the Lego movie? It's not. Oh, okay. Is that the Lego up, you know?
1: movie? It should go in canon as well. Yeah, but one of the reasons why I liked Guardians of the Galaxy was I stayed away from the media for it. Oh. Hmm. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't read anything. I didn't. I wanted to know nothing because everybody was like, check this out. You have to see this. You have to watch the trailer. You have to. And I'm like, no. So
0: I just read one of the um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, graphic novels. I just wanted some context of the universe. Mm-hmm. And that
1: didn't, that didn't ruin anything. No. Yeah, because I imagine that it was this is a small piece of a large universe, at least from what I could tell. So what was your runner up? My runner up is Gone Girl. Oh, OK. I still haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's. I really appreciated the acting. Um, I thought the portrayals were were really fantastic. Um, and it's a trippy story, mm-hmm. just in which you know because you read the the novel. Um, and there was full frontal male nudity of the two main male stars. So no, you're I mean, la, la. No one ever I, told me that.
3: I'm going to run right out and watch it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, both Ben Affleck and um, Neil Patrick Harris.
2: Oh, Neil Patrick Harris gets naked
1: all the
0: time. Is yes, clear.
1: he does. I, he's just yeah, that's just kind of his thing. But but still, to have a have a main like headliner movie that had actual like male nudity in it, and they're not like long lingering scenes like it would be if it was a naked woman. They're kind of like really quick, but they're there, so it's something.
2: Yeah, it's something. I I think everybody should have uh, naked people look at movies. Yeah. No oh, well,
1: Mark, think. what's yours?
2: um my my movie for this year yeah um was not guardians of the galaxy i i liked guardians of the galaxy very much but uh it doesn't even come close to my top 5 marvel movies however that being said my favorite movie of the year was a uh a marvel movie captain america winter soldier nice it was a good nice. one nice it was incredible i just loved how how well they handled it. They they had a gravitas to the movie without it being silly. Mm-hmm. And and I think they also did that with the, the first Captain America movie. But um, out of the Marvel movies, I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I haven't seen one of them that I don't like yet, you know, in the current iteration for everything that's going on with the, you know, stuff with the event.
1: Yeah, they just stuff. seem to be hitting it out in the ballpark right now. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, even the Thor movies were not that great, but I still enjoyed them um mm-hmm. but uh I, I think the captain america movies are probably definitely in the top 5 for for the marvel movies that they're they're doing right now i th- i just i loved everything about it i thought that it was um great uh, good acting uh, great setup for things to come um just uh, awesome effects and I love that they had Scarlett Johansson as uh, Black Widow in a good chunk of that movie. I, I think she needs to have her own movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. That would be very enjoyable. I think.
2: Yeah, it would. I, I don't know why they don't do it. They should.
0: Mhm. You know, Captain America was one of my favorite Avenger. I, I was. Re- it was the one I was most worried about of mm-hmm. uh, the Marvel movies. Um, but the the script they wrote for that was just phenomenal. It was just it was just dead on. Yeah, uh, what they did for Captain America. It was wonderful. What about you, uh, Ryan? Uh,
3: mine is not a superhero movie. I think, uh, you know, if we are leaving out the, you know, kind of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which I did love that movie. It was
0: mm-hmm. yep. probably
3: one of my favorites to watch uh, this year. Um, I'm going to go with Chef, uh, which was a John <sighs> Favreau film. Nice. Um <laughs> just for the pure story, good writing, good acting. It was just, you know, it was just a regular, no crazy CG film, film, you know.
1: Yeah, it, nice. It was lovely.
3: Uh Yeah, it was. And there's a couple that I want to see that I think would probably, you know, compete with that, but I haven't seen them yet, so.
0: And they are?
3: Uh, one of them is called Boyhood.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, um, I wanted to see Boyhood. It was
3: uh, Richard Linkletter. It was actually filmed over 14 years.
1: 14 years, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so you actually see the main yeah you character see all the characters age up.
3: in real life, yeah. uh, which is mm-hmm. a really cool concept. Um, and the other one, I can't think of it, and it's not in front of me, so I'm just going to let that one go.
1: I wanted to see Birdman. Oh, Birdman!
3: Yeah, yeah I haven't seen that one yet either. Yeah.
1: yeah, I wanted to see Birdman. I thought that looked because they did another kind of gimmicky, like following you around with the camera thing. So there's no, there are very few edits in it. So. Right. Yeah. And I like Michael so.
3: Keaton, and he hasn't been a ton yeah. of stuff lately, so it's nice to see him
1: back. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Oh, what about you, Rhonda? <laughs> <laughs> Jinx.
0: Well, um, surprisingly, I, I'm going for a mainstream film, and it is uh, The Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part One.
1: That was really good too for for a book for a book based movie. I thought they did really well. Yeah, I. It's
0: it thoroughly surprised me, and I think mm-hmm. that's probably. Um, why I'm so enamored with it. I hadn't watched the uh, second one yet, so I watched that and I was just captivated. And then immediately went out the next day and to the theater and watched Mockingjay Part One. And it it may end up being my favorite of the um, of the four because mm-hmm. it's just so beautifully done.
1: Um, Jennifer Lawrence. I told you her performance was outstanding.
0: Yeah, it was. It's interesting because I was talking to someone the other day about uh, they were they're infuriated with uh, the two part uh, finale. Yeah, finales of trilogies, and Mm -hmm. just on principle they are are annoyed with it. I was like, I agree, but I can see with Mockingjay Part One and Two. Part One is an extremely intimate view it's a very personal you get inside of her head
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the second part is going to be the all out war
1: yeah it's
0: going to be the the umbrella and it's going to encompass a lot and i'm kind of glad that we didn't have a three where all that was mixed together and you didn't get um the, the depth you would have gone right. to in this
1: part of the story yeah i mean
0: there's to me it's is one of the greatest uh explorations of ptsd i've ever seen Mm-hmm. For someone who obviously has not been in wars, who's who's not encountered that, I just feel like the filmmakers did a beautiful job uh, explaining her isolation, and yeah. um, I think that's important. It's it's something that I totally didn't get out um, grasp from the books. And I think they did a great job. It was beautiful to watch.
1: Yeah, it really was. I I agree. Oh, but I I had said that when we talked about it during a wrap, that I thought it had done a great job of kind of capturing the... Mm Mm-hmm. I'm glad I caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
2: I've got a question before we leave movies. Has anybody seen uh, Battle of the Five Armies yet? Yes. No. Okay. No. I haven't seen it yet either. It probably would have been on my favorite or close to it, but I haven't seen it yet, so I was just curious if it... uh... been completely not worthy of anybody's top
1: <laughs> <Anybody's laughs> mention
3: <laughs> did you want my take on it or just leave it alone since nobody's seen it um would you give
2: it a a thumbs up or thumbs down don't need to
3: uh, or a lot. thumb in the middle yeah kind of a thumb in the middle i mean i was i didn't really go in with huge expectations but uh i thought they way overkilled uh the cg uh mm-hmm. in it and i thought it you know, you really have to. Like, your sp- suspension of disbelief is pretty severe in some parts of the movie. And it just seemed like they threw stuff in to throw it in just for the yeah. shock and awe factor of the world.
1: You're the second person I've heard say that.
3: <laughs> yeah, it just. I was. I mean, there's a whole character that comes into it, and I won't tell you which one, but there's a whole character that comes into it that is completely CG.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: it just completely ripped me out of the movie at that point. I was kind of done with it at that point I was like all right well the rest of this just kind of is lame so (laughs) no I wasn't wasn't a huge fan I mean it was nice to see how the story ended up and you know I thought they didn't a good job with bringing the five armies in and you know that it was just the way that they I don't know did some of the story was unnecessary so that's my take cool
0: yeah
1: all right what about books Regina? Um, well, I pretty much have to end with this one because it's a series that I've been reading for years and it's like the 12th book in the series. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's a pretty significant moment when you've been that dedicated to a series. So it's the House of Night finale, redeemed. Um, It was a great ending to to the series. Uh, She did a great or they did a great job. Uh, The mother-daughter team, um, PC and Kristen Cast, who write the series, did a great job kind of putting it to a conclusion um, that I think I, I read a little bit online that not everybody was particularly happy with the ending, but I thought it was very fitting for the way the story had gone. Yeah. Um, and I'm almost sad to see it end, but not like <laughs> after 12 books. I think yeah. I'm good with it. I'm good with those characters. <laughs> they, they were pretty fleshed out. <laughs> what about you, Mark?
2: Um. I actually read more this year than I have in in the last few years. However, um everything I read this year for the most part um were books that I've already read. I I've been going back and rereading my catalog of Christopher Moore novels. Um but that being said, I, there was a book that I um that came out this year that I did get to check out. It's not a fiction book. Well, it's a fiction book, but it's a gaming book. It's the D&D 5th Edition Player's Handbook. Um, mm. I got it for my wife for Christmas, and I was checking it out. and um, Very well done, I thought. I, I was impressed. They There was a, a gloomy period of 4th Edition D&D over the last um, couple of years, and I think they did a good job of bringing it back around to what it used to be back in 2nd and 3rd and... editions. um, It's a cool book. It's well laid out. Uh, The artwork's great in it with the exception of one picture and anybody who owns the book will probably be able to figure that picture out.
3: (laughs) And That's what I got for books.
0: Cool. Ryan?
3: Uh, Funny that Mark says Christopher Moore because that was uh, my top book. Uh, A Dirty Job uh, was Uh, the last one that I finished and probably the best one. Uh, oh,
1: I love yeah. a dirty job. It
3: was really <laughs> great.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I know, right?
3: It was, I mean, from the cover, you kind of knew what, what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, like, as the story played out, you can kind of figure out what's gonna, how it's going to go down. But just the the way that he writes, um, you know, the main character, I thought was, you know, the, the yeah. different conversation between Alpha and Beta Male and, and just the way yep. that he lays that out. And it's just like. Man, that's real life right there. This guy, yeah. this guy could definitely be a real person,
1: and he really does great with dialogue. Yeah. And, the,
3: and the fact that he
2: crosses over in his other yeah. his uh, vampire series with that book, where he,
1: yeah, like, that
2: two scenes, there ha- or the same scene happening in both um, yeah. novels.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was people... nice to get
3: that question answered because I do remember that from. Uh, yeah. Was it? Thinking, I can't remember which book that was. That uh, she and It's From interested.
1: you suck, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's. It's Bite Me is the, the second one, and You Suck is the third one.
3: No. Right. Bite Me is the third no? one. Hmm? Bite Me is the third one. Oh, okay. And I think You Suck know. is the second one.
1: Okay. Because
2: I think that's what he says, literally, the first words in the book to Jody uh, after, yeah. after she's turned him.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. You Suck. Yes. That's yes. right. Okay. Yeah, That's I think in terms of his kind of crossover um, where he mixes his characters together, I think Dirty Job does that better than any of them. It's just so amusing to watch them all sort of interact with each other.
3: Right. And I think I'm going to get the Joker next and check that one out. Oh,
1: the yeah, Fool, haven't... you mean? Oh, the
3: Fool, that's what I mean, yeah. That's yes. One. Yeah.
1: I haven't read Fool yet.
3: Oh, it is...
1: Oh, wait, no, I have read Fool. It's um The Serpent of Venice, I guess I haven't read.
2: Yeah, although The Fool, the fool shows up in The Serpent of Venice.
1: Yes, I'm sure he does.
2: Christopher Moore did have a book that came out this year it was called i think it was sacre blue yes i haven't yeah. i haven't checked that one out yet but yeah it's out
1: there that's on my list too well he's always on my list because he's just great and he's fun to. F- if you want any like celebrity people to follow on like twitter or facebook
3: mm-hmm. yeah
2: I-,
1: I highly recommend him because he actually responds to the people who follow him like he'll talk to you mm-hmm.
3: oh yeah uh yeah. Candace has had a couple of things back and forth with ann rice
1: oh nice yeah. nice
0: Cool. She got a
3: for Christmas. She got a signed copy of her new Prinsloo stat book.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, I was. Nice. I just
3: had them like a few at Costco, I guess, and there was just one sitting there and said signed copy. It's like oogie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> cool. What about you, there For books, um, this was easy. It was um,
0: The Martian by Andy Weir. Is it, tell me, in English, how do you pronounce this? It's W E I R. Is it Weir or Wire? I
2: like think weir. it's weird. Weird, I
0: think it's weird. Yeah, yeah. okay. And Andy,
2: weird. It's funny you picked that one because uh, I actually got that one for Christmas uh, per my request, and I was thinking about trying to hurry up and read it right before <laughs> the show, but I wasn't yeah. sure if it actually came out this uh, this last year or not. So
0: yeah, it did. A friend of mine recommended it to me, and it is it is one of the few books in a long time where. I could not stop reading it. I just kept turning the page, kept turning the page. I did not want to put it down. I finished it in, like, a couple of days and wish it hadn't ended. I
1: just – every page was a turner.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, That's a great recommendation, especially from you, because you're pretty choosy with your your I'm enveloped by this book.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just – you know –
1: there's very few that I'll quit
0: reading recently. There was the, that frog music book I was reading. and It was just so annoying. I can, cons- I dreaded picking up the book to read. <laughs> oh, that's no good. <laughs> and that's no good. it's like, all right, I, I like reading too much. I'm just going to not finish it. So yeah, that's cool. Bleh. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm worried because the, the movie comes out next year for the Martian. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to see it or not.
3: Hey, maybe it's one of those things where the movie is better than the book.
0: Oh, it would blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not likely, but it could happen. I don't know. The book it was so good. <laughs> yeah, Adam
2: Savage um, was talking about that on his Still entitled podcast um, about that book and that the they're going to do a movie about it. And I, I vaguely recall, I think I'm remembering this right, but... I'm not 100% certain um, that he said that uh, he thought that the film was in good hands. But we shall see. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: Well, as far as the TV topic goes,
1: does it have to be a brand new show that was uh, started this year? No, I just thought if it had a new season that okay. you know, aired this year, you could pick it, because that's what, that's what I ended up doing. So, Okay.
0: Well, uh, Ryan, what about you? What ooh. about TV? I You're know going how at much turn, it's
1: That's not fair.
3: I was <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
3: well, you know, The Walking Dead of course. Uh, the new season that started this year uh, really good. It started nice off, life. you know. Oh, you haven't seen it?
2: was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. You need to hurry up and watch this. I'm sick of this no spoilers crap. People need to get on their on on the stick <laughs> and get their TV watching done so the rest of us can the ditch. Well, it was good. I'll just leave it at
3: that.
1: Sorry, I already know the midseason. I know, I know the midseason. Um, I was, I had that spoiled on a oh, on a sorry. thread I was reading on somebody. Uh, yeah. Well, what was funny is it was a completely unrelated Walking Dead thread on Facebook, and this jerk just put like this big old spoiler right in the middle of it. And when everybody started yelling at him, he's like, "It's the internet. Stay off the internet if you haven't watched your TV shows." And I'm like, it's a "True story. Are you kidding?" But it wasn't on topic. I mean, it was. Completely, you know, yeah, come on, something completely different. And he stuck it there on purpose to, spl- you know, yeah, to that's, troll people that's a, that's yeah, bad. that was being it's a bad form.
0: Simply because of me knowing my reaction to that episode and how riveting. I mean, they they just um, almost knocked me off the couch. It, I think yeah. it's the best season of Walking Dead. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. It's very uh, nice.
3: So far, that is true. That is true. Um, but runners up to that since, you know, almost everybody likes The Walking Dead and if they don't, there's something wrong with them. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I finished, uh, the, the last season of Homeland on Showtime was very good. Um, and also a show that was ending, that was on HBO called The Newsroom, had a really good final season, just a six episode season, but it was really good. So.
1: I heard that. I haven't watched that show, it's, but it's I good. heard really good. It's intelligent.
3: That. Yeah. That's why it went off the air. Of course. But, That's
1: the way it works. Yeah. What about you, Mark?
2: Um, I have a definite pick and a couple of runner-ups. Um, and all of mine were new this year, so both faces, y'all. <laughs>
1: um,
2: my winner was uh, um, Cosmos, A Space-Time Odyssey. Oh,
1: yeah. The,
2: the reboot of that with uh, yes, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yep. Yeah. I, I think that is really well done. They have great topics um, every episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Um they did a whole episode on female scientists. Mm-hmm. I just have to put that out there, yeah. which were completely missing from Carl Sagan's. So, mm-hmm.
2: um, Yay. And, and in fact, one of them was about—I uh, um, can't remember her name now—but she basically figured out that the sun was um, mostly hydrogen and this, that, and the other thing, and she put mm-hmm. it in her dissertation. And her teacher kind of smacked her down on it and said no that's not yep. right and
1: you're wrong mm-hmm. and
2: but to his credit um when he when it was figured out he brought it to light that she was the first one to figure out and made sure that she got her credit so
1: yes that's true
2: um so that was it's really well done The anything where they talk about like history and stuff like that they actually go back and t- they tend to do these um animation portions of the show of the history that he's talking about and such. And I, I don't know what it is about the, the animation style, but I really enjoy it. I, Mm -hmm. I think of it as quaint, I guess it's the way it word that pops up, but I, I really like how they do that and intermingle that with, you know, the stuff you're learning. And then there's kind of the sci-fi element that he's running around in his ship of the imagination. And Mm -hmm. you're getting to see all these things they're talking about, even if it's on micro scale or, you know, cosmic scale. Um, and then uh, my uh, runners up were Helix, which is on Sci-Fi. Um, I actually haven't watched all of it yet. I only watched like the first couple of episodes and got busy with other things. But uh, I'm definitely planning on going back to that. It was I thought it it was um, really well done in in kind of a thriller. Um, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say zombie necessarily because it isn't really the zombie trope. It has some some aspects of it, but, um, it, it's really well done. I thought it really held my attention and, you know, really put you on the edge of the seat sometimes. Um, another one that I enjoyed was strain, uh, again, didn't get to see it all the way through the first season. Cause again, I uh, got busy. I think it was actually when I was out back on the West coast, um, is when I stopped watching it and got behind on it. So I'm hoping that comes on a Netflix or something soon, but, uh, that was a pretty cool if kind of gross, uh, um, Reimagining of the vampire Story by Guillermo Guillermo del Toro, so
1: cool. what about you, Regina? uh, well, mine might be um Canon again, but um the game of Game of Thrones no, it's not season. Canon for me no, I know you're not a fan, <laughs> um, but there were some moments that were really long coming in the season this year um and very pleasurable to watch, good, yeah. And my, I, I didn't have a runner-up, but I have a guilty pleasure favorite. Oh, okay. Which, which was watching Alfonso Ribeiro win Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know who he is?
2: Yeah, the guy from... Uh, Fresh Prince, yeah. Yeah, but wasn't he also on that show with, uh, what's his face?
1: Silver Spoons. Yeah,
2: Silver Spoons.
1: Yeah. He was on
3: Silver Spoons as
2: well?
1: He was. Yes,
2: he was, he was Rick Schroeder's good buddy. Yes. Oh. All
3: right.
1: Yeah, so he won Dancing with the Stars, and it was really enjoyable because he was a really good dancer to start off, and then he just became fantastic by the end.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, um, wasn't hasn't he been on talent shows before or showcased his he, dancing before on other things?
1: He was on a singing show before. I don't think he was on a dancing show before. Maybe, I don't know.
3: It may have not have been like a reality TV show, just like, I don't know. I, I know that yeah. he's been showcased before for his, his talents outside of sitcoms. Yeah,
1: he, um, and he d- had a dance the Carlton that he did on the show right on Fresh Prince Uh. and they actually incorporated that into one of the dances Mm. (laughs) which was kind of hilarious so yeah he had to teach his pro how to do it because it was his dance anyway it was it was a really cute he just did really well in terms of like it's it's interesting to watch because of course I'm always an ethnographer right so I'm always studying the culture of whatever it is that I watch and I can't help I do that with Dancing with the Stars, too, even though it's like when I'm supposed to be turning my brain off when I'm doing. But they always try to position themselves to get a certain audience. And, you know, Tommy Chong ended up way later in the competition than he probably should have been because all of the stoners were voting for him. (laughs) All of them were voting for him and they kept him on. Um so the you know they they worked to kind of position themselves with different, you know, groups to keep them on the show. And um and he was just really down to earth and really, you know, focused and, you know, very um, Who, Chong? No, um <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> Focus is not Tommy Chong. That is funny. <laughs> well, it did it
2: did need to be elaborated on because I was like going, yeah. who? Which one? <laughs> no,
1: no, Alfonso, but uh, uh, Tommy's was charisma. Like his charisma stat out of the world. I mean, he was just very charismatic. So, yes. well, know. you get a minus
0: one from me for doing choosing reality TV. So, <laughs> I,
1: <know. laughs> I didn't for my first, but I, you didn't that's like that's why it's only like, minus neither. one. <laughs> Instead of minus five. <laughs> yes. Game of Thrones is valid. I just don't like All right. it. So. yeah. All right, Rhonda, what about you? Um, well,
0: <clears throat> I agree with everybody else. Walking Dead is canon, but um, uh, it's a phenomenal season. So I think if we go with just network TV, um, I think Gotham on Fox is doing mm. a great job. The,
1: I heard good things. I haven't watched that it. That could have really did. been an
0: epic fail. And they have a really good cast. I think that the writing is really well, and they're keeping up um, some good mystery. Uh, It's a a good approach to the story. I imagine that some people who are real um, um, enthusiasts may not like some of the stuff, but I love the expansion of the world and uh, the adventure they're taking with it. Um, The best show that got canceled, I think, is
1: Selfie. I agree. I was gonna say selfie. Yeah, I love that. Show. I thought it was so much fun and it, it was so well written and well acted. It's just I don't sad. understand. Sad. I don't get it. They didn't have an. I saw a headline. I Didn't read the article because I was just so mad. But a headline said they didn't have enough followers yeah. on Twitter, yeah. and that that's why they canceled it. And I was like, you're serious? That's Come ridiculous. on, this was great. Yeah. <laughs> um. And the best show that I'm not
0: watching is Jane the Virgin. Uh, on CW. The reason I'm not watching it is because I just I don't care that much um, about storylines, about romance and uh, romantic triangles. But I think it's one of the more original uh, formats that uh, has been on in a while. Like, you, do you guys remember Pushing Daisies? Oh,
3: that was yeah.
0: a great yep. show. I love that show. Oh, Beautiful show. Two
3: seasons long
0: yeah. Long. Yeah. Um, it just beautiful show, unique mm-hmm. and wonderful approach. I think Jane the Virgin is the same way. I was not expecting much from the trailers. I just watched the first one because I was going to check everything out, and they really pleasantly surprised me. It was charming and unique and sweet, and I liked the way that they formatted the show. Um, so if you like
1: romance and you like comedy, it's, it's, it's really fun. It's a really fun show. Cool. Yes, I I had one that I remembered while Ryan was talking um Silicon Valley, oh, which yes. is Oh, yes. That was
3: also a great HBO. show. That was probably the best show. new show that I saw this year.
1: Yeah, that was that was a new show that was just fantastic. It's very clever. And and having grown up in that area, it was even more sort of topical for me, I think. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Is
0: that the period piece that's been no. sent no. back
1: No. It's, it's about um yeah, it's a, it's about guys who have an idea for a startup and Oh yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. Living, living in a house together, trying to make it happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, It's
3: called a. I can't remember what they call it, but it's a. It's a house where people can buy into it, and the house. You know the the whole they're like a creative farm. of yeah. Ideas for tech, not necessarily the yep. same idea, just different people working on different things.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, great it's,
3: cast, great story, good writing.
1: Yeah. These, really excellent characters. Yeah. Well, who? Who are
0: our big music fans here? Because
1: I'm not a big music person. Yeah, I don't have, that's always my weak link, too.
0: Yeah. Ryan, Mark?
3: <laughs> go ahead, me. Mark. Well, I, I'm, I'm big into Mark. music, but Mark's okay, probably good. a better one to start it off.
0: Okay, <laughs> so we'll let Mark start, and then me and Regina will go, and then we'll end big again with Ryan. So the weak links are in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead up. Mark
2: Mine was uh, um, Mastodon Once More Around the Sun um, They're a uh, A metal band Obviously um, But uh, I'm Trying to Think of a way To describe them To people who might not Have heard of them before um, They're kind of a progressive Metal band now They weren't So much in their earlier days I don't think But um, They uh they, their their uh, album that they put out this last year, "Once More Around the Sun," um, I really enjoyed it. It uh, it kind of spoke to me on a uh, on a uh, deep level of uh, um, reminiscence. It, it, the songs very much. Uh, remind me of being in that place when you know i was in my early teens playing D and D with my friends during summer vacation until four in the morning and and that sort of thing so it was cool. it was really cool on that aspect and when i'm listening to it i actually pick out some some feel of 70s you know hard rock or metal um one of which that really jumped out at me there was a couple songs that it sounded like they were trying to pick up on influences from uh, Blue Waste or Colt, which I always liked a lot um, back in the day as well. So um, that's probably my favorite new release for 2014 as far as music goes.
1: Cool. Rhonda, what do you have? For me,
0: because, you know, I'm not big on the music, um, there was a soundtrack released for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. um, But the song that I would pick, though, would be The Hanging Tree. Um from
1: um <clears throat> from uh catching fire. Yeah, yes. Catching fire. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, not is it in Catching Fire? Because it was in Mocking Jay this year. Oh, oh yeah, Mocking Jay. Yeah. It's in Mocking Jay this year. It's performed by James yes. Newton Howard and Jennifer Lawrence yes. um sings it. And it it really is uh, fantastic the way it sets the mood and it also to me um is a beautiful way of bringing in a folksy feel.
1: Mhm. Yeah, and the kind of yeah, yeah cultural kind of feel to yeah. it, right? The the local culture. Yeah,
0: I'm not a big folks music person, but um, things like Oh Brother Where Art Thou, um, different films like that will introduce some really Huggy Bottom Boys. Yeah, well, they'll introduce just some really great music, and and that is definitely one of those you describe as a haunting tune, and
1: that adds a lot um, to the mm-hmm. movie. And then you can listen to it the same way. Outside of it's got yeah. so much meaning. That that scene in the movie when, when she's singing it, oh, God, like, I, I get chills just yeah. thinking about it now. So. Wonderful. And I have mm-hmm. to say,
0: since I'm not a music person, um, for New Year's Eve, we had our friends over. We always have a big gaming New Year's Eve party. And we're watching some of the uh, shows on TV. And has anybody heard of this group called Fifth Harmony? Okay, mm-hmm. good. Okay, so... They were performing on one of the parties, and this, <laughs> this guy that was with us, they, he, they, bo- they both are big into music, very good musical taste. And he was like, You know, if anything makes me bitter about this year, it's music. It's where music is going and what music is doing. And this group, five girl group, was performing called Fifth Harmony, and they were doing basically this sort of Lap dance kind of performance of a song called Boss. <laughs> Who's going? Uh huh. Mark, do you know it?
2: No, I'm just. It doesn't surprise me. It's okay. Know, it's so, either a girl band or a boy band, and if it's a girl band, then yeah, they're probably gonna be twerking and pole dancing.
0: Okay, so I've got I've got some of the lyrics. You guys have got to hear this because <laughs> we were trying to guess what they were saying, and they 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 were guessing. I'm like, there's no way that's what the lyrics are, but it is. Okay. okay every day is payday swipe my card then I do the nay nay you're talking to a lady I want a Kanye yay not a Ray J so that's a no no I'm a mock and you and yours a Volvo this convo beat by Dre I already know what you're trying to say you say that you a baller and I see you trying to holla (laughs) but that ain't I was brought up next, working for the money, because that's what my mama taught me, so your ass better show me some respect. <laughs> Boss Michelle Obama, purse all heavy, getting Oprah dollars. Boss o- Michelle Obama,
1: purse all heavy, getting Oprah dollars. Oh,
2: my God. Yes.
1: <laughs> so. Terrible. I think that might be my best and my favorite moment of the show ever, Rhonda. <laughs> I mean, Seriously. This was one that you liked? No. No, no. This is
0: this is. She's talking about how it's complete and
2: utter crap.
0: The downfall of mankind. The utter destruction of feminism. I mean,
1: yeah. Wow. And boss is spelt
0: with $2 signs. Of Of course. Yes,
1: of course. Because
0: that's street yo. Yo, yo. (laughs) And, I mean, of course, I'm sure it sounds, obviously Mm. sounds much better not... Read by an extremely southern white woman.
2: Nah, I doubt it.
0: Uh, <laughs> you guys are awesome. I think that's
1: what added the charm to it. Whatever charm it had was because of you, Rhonda. Right. Yeah. All right. I don't know how you follow trying. that up,
0: Regina,
3: but I hope you sing yours.
1: Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna opt out of music. <laughs> After that, are you kidding? I know. I, I can't follow that.
3: <laughs> I to put herself out there. So I have to follow it. You opt out. So now it's my problem. Okay,
1: fine. Okay, I'll, Okay, fine. I I will I will share what I put down. Although it's it's in the canon of um, awful pop music. Um, I love Taylor Swift's new album,
3: 1989. Well, there. pop, Right. I said it. Candace also hates Taylor Swift, and she also liked that album. So don't feel too. I know.
1: Bad. I've, I've never been a fan of hers, but but this new incarnation of her i really i really like and she's doing some good social media stuff that i like too so i can hang with taylor swift which is not words i ever thought would come out of my mouth
2: probably won't come out of your mouth out on the next album cycle but hey enjoy it while yeah, you and, have
1: it Yeah, you know, when she hits one then that's all right you know so well the one to
0: me the one thing about taylor swift as young as she is and as much attention as she got so suddenly and so mm-hmm. quickly, and that just seems to be continuing to snowball. It's not slowing down. I feel like, as a young
1: woman, she is represent- representing herself pretty well. I agree. Actually, that's part of why I I turn to listen to it. Normally, I wouldn't, but she's done really well, and, and she and she does write her own music, which yeah. is you know, for the kind of female pop icons is it's kind of a standout thing all, all unto itself. So I mean, at least she had
0: that going on. Yeah. Uh, among the Lindsay Lohans and, mm-hmm. and all the other, you know,
1: messes yep. that are out
0: there. She, yeah. um, she kind of outstanding. She's, she, I think she's embodying some, some feminine power. And
1: mm-hmm. and I power agree. For it. Yep.
0: Ryan. Okay,
1: I feel so bad now. Cause I was like, <laughs> that's pop music after Rhonda's like,
3: <laughs> after Rhonda's hip hop adventures.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: that's right mm-hmm. Uh, okay for music uh, for me I'm going to go with uh, a band that has been around but actually just recently heard of them it's called The Pretty Reckless um, who I don't know when I first heard the songs on the radio this year uh, it made me think a lot of like 80s female rockers like Joan Jett, uh, Heart <laughs> Uh, Yeah, Um, But, you know, their album Going to Hell came out this year And it has a couple good hits that were on the radio I haven't listened to the entire album But just the ones that have been on the radio I thought were really good Um, So The Pretty Reckless is one of them Uh, A new new album that came out uh, from a band called Royal Blood um, I thought was really good Kind of sounds, you know, very Jack White-ish So, you know, very similar to a lot of music that's out right now so, it's not anything new and fresh, but just the way that they perform, I thought was really good.
2: It could very well be Jack White. He's in a different band every other month. It is not
3: <laughs> no good. I think they are actually a British band, but um anyway, so those are two new ones um the song that Billy Boyd did the Last Goodbye or oh, the five yeah. armies I thought was great. They used oh, that for the God, trailer, I chills. yeah um. That was good. Good single. The, you know, what Rhonda said, the entire soundtrack to Guardians of the Galaxy was amazing. And I've listened mm-hmm. to it multiple times, even though all the songs on there have been out for, you know, a couple decades.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Still so much fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> a few. are
1: 30 years
3: old, yeah. 40 years old. So those are ones that stand out that I can think of. I mean, I'm sure there's been a, a few here and there that. You know, I've listened to that were pretty good. You know, I, I'm around students all the time that are playing different kinds of music, and every once in a while I'll walk away and say, yeah, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never figure out what the names are. So,
0: <laughs> Well, the last big topic that we have, and then I have a surprise topic that I'm going to spring mm-hmm. on you guys, um, is gaming. And then we have a wild card topic. Right. So um for gaming um I'll start off by saying um I had I wrote down a board game too. But okay. um board games are weird because it's really hard when um to find games that were just released this year. Yeah.
1: That's what I was I was doing the same thing. Like I, I looked up like three games I I just learned about this year and none of them were from this year. So I might give a pass. We can give yeah. a pass. Have a game that isn't this from this year. Yeah.
0: Especially this board game I had never heard of before and I looked it up and it's over thirty years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, You have got to be kidding me. Nice. Um but it's a super fun game called Survive: Escape from Atlantis.
2: Yep, yeah. we have that yeah. here.
0: Yeah, it's it's a wonderful fun game. But as well, far I'll... as
2: <laughs> it's a wonderful fun game, if you don't have incredibly uh, competitive people in in your home, oh yeah, who... oh yeah, yeah, it's a very vicious uh,
0: backstabbing game. It is. Yes. Yeah. screw it your friends game. It is a screw your friends game. Um, the my favorite video game though I think would be Child of Light by Ubisoft uh, Montreal, and it's pretty much on all platforms. It's a very pretty game. So gorgeous. And that was, of course, the main reason I bought it. I had heard several people mention things about it, and when I noticed that it was sort of the side-scrolling 2D-type version of a game, I, I tend to not like those very much. I had so much fun playing that game. Um, I thought they did great with the story. It was beautiful to look at. The mechanics worked well, and um, I just I was I was way into it for the um, the character. And I just it was a one of those
1: pleasant surprises, which is nice. Nice, that's awesome. What about you, Regina? Um, well, I had the same problem. I was trying to come up with a board game that came out this year that I learned about, which none of the new games I played. So I'll pick one that I didn't didn't come out this year um anomia is my favorite game of my new game of the year um which like i think i've said on the show before i am horrible at playing oh yeah <laughs> but i absolutely love <laughs> yeah, was
2: that was up the the uh
1: that's the you have to name like when your cards match you have to name the other person's category right yeah yeah we played it when you were here i think yeah
2: yeah i don't really recall it's... being very great at it myself but it is fun for parties
1: yeah, it's a good party game. It's good kind of get people moving, um, you know, beat the clock kind of game. So it's it does definitely keep you on your toes. Um, and so for games, I picked the new expansion to WoW, Lords of Draenor. Even though Mark and Ryan will both. Attest that I haven't played it very much.
2: No, no, here, no. Here. you
3: here. You've played two hours. It's okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've played more like five, but that's okay. <laughs> she, she's been logged into Battle.net nip-
3: for like 48 straight hours, you know, but none of that was <laughs> gameplay time.
1: <laughs> I did get to play it. I'm really enjoying um, I'm really enjoying my Panda, which was my auto 90 for the expansion. Um, I really like the character, and I really like the gameplay. I just don't have a whole lot of time to sit down at the computer and play right now. So my guilty torture game, the game that is torturing me and still continues to torture me, and it's all Ryan's fault, is Spellfall. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks.
2: <laughs> Wasn't that the one that made you angry? <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: it still makes me angry. <laughs> so why are you oh, playing it? I can't help myself. Uh,
3: let like, well, smoke, Mark. They know it's bad for them. It's expensive. But yeah. they just can't quit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't get away from it. Like, I've tried. <laughs> and I still go back to it. And it's, the problem is that I love the game. I love the game. I love the gameplay. I love the balance between luck and strategy. I love the RPG component to it. I hate that you can't finish it, I think. I'm pretty sure at this point I have three bosses left to fight to to finish, and I don't think I'm going to be able to do that without paying to do it, and I'm not going to do that. Um, So I hate that component of it. But that's not the game's fault.
2: Yes, it is.
1: (laughs) That's the game company's fault because they're setting it up so that you're in that position. True. So. No.
0: Very true. Stay
1: What about strong? you, Ryan? <laughs> Stay strong. <laughs> I will. Try I, I put 20 bucks into it, and that's it. There's no more. So.
3: That's good. That's about yeah. right.
1: That's okay. I'm okay with that.
3: Yeah. Oops. Uh, I also played Spellfall and was able to walk away from it quite easy. Uh, <laughs> I was just like...
1: Yes, but there was also a Disney vacation in the middle of you walking away from it, so I don't really feel like that's fair.
3: Oh, I think it was a perfect catalyst for not playing it anymore. <laughs> So, I'm not complaining. I don't care what the mechanism was that stopped me from playing the game, but I was just happy that it was over. Because, I, you know, with those free to play games, it, you know, I get to a certain point on all of them where I'm like, alright, this is great. I'm having a good time. And it gets to the point of work. It's so difficult, you have to pay for it. And I'm like, I'm done. Because yeah. I don't want to pay yep. for it. Yep. So, yeah. Anyway, that was piggybacking off of Regina's. Um, as far as. I really am not, like, super huge into board games, uh, unless I go to Regina's house, so I'm just going to leave that one alone. Um, But as far as games go, uh, a couple that came out this year that I really liked, uh, the new Madden for PlayStation, I played quite a bit of that, Um, and as far as a sports game goes, really enjoyed it, I've been able to stick with it. I haven't thrown my controller across the room, which is really nice. (laughs) Um, So... PS4 game, that one, and I also got back into um, The Last of Us Remastered, which is the one they put out for the PlayStation 4. Uh Beautiful game, great story, good writing. I'm just now playing it again because uh, I didn't make it through the PS3 version before I got stuck and mad and walked away. So I haven't gotten to that point again in the new one. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, the Steam Steam games... I uh, played through Tomb Raider this year. Thought it was great, even though it's not new. Um, but, wow, it was probably my game of the year. The expansion for it, um, Bravo to Blizzard. Because yeah. by far the best expansion they've ever put out, in my opinion, as far as longevity. It has
1: different components to it. Right. It's not the same game, just more of it.
3: And with the garrison that they added to it, it really gives you more of a sense of ownership of mm-hmm. going into your world and just having your own space. I mean, they're. I can't say that enough. It's nice to have my own space where it's not in a main town. There's not a ton of people running around with their different colored mounts and abilities and fighting with one another, and it's just...
1: You can control it.
3: You can. You can just... It's your space, and you can leave it and go out and do things from that space. So I was extremely impressed with that. Um, I did try out uh, Civilization Beyond Earth. Thank you to Rhonda. Uh, She was nice enough to pick that up for me
1: as a gift. No. Aww.
3: Um. And I did play that for a couple of hours. Pretty steep learning curve. So I'm still, uh, playing that one and getting used to it. And uh, yeah.
1: Cool, Rhonda. What? What about you? About what? Sure, oh, you did games already. Sure, Sorry.
3: I think it's
2: Mark's
0: turn. I think
1: it's Mark.
2: It's my turn.
1: <laughs>
2: um. I had my my favorite game of the year um isn't really, I this year didn't really excite me for games the 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 games that I'm really excited about really aren't even officially released yet they're in early access so but as far as ones that came out that were actually finished which I I applaud them for that because apparently that's really hard for game Developers to do now is to finish a game and put it out as a finished product. Um, I thought that uh, uh, Middle Earth: Shadows of Mordor, um, as much as it's a big um, publisher title and all that kind of stuff, I thought it was really cool. It, uh, it, the first off, the fighting in the game is really simple. I mean, it's it's basically button mashing, but um, the way they animate it, it It's You're not doing the same move Over and over again Um It's very contextual To what enemies are around you It's just incredible To look at Um I mean It looks like somebody You know Choreographed all the fights For For the game Um Who was involved in The movies or something You know Um and the graphics look great. Um, my my computer at this point is like five years old. I've upgraded the video card once, um, but uh, I didn't have to fight with any of the video settings or anything like that for the game to look nice.
1: Um, it has
2: another really cool feature, which is the Nemesis um, system, which basically when you're fighting different orcs, um, if they happen to kill you in the game, they remember you, or if you happen to beat up on them enough and they somehow manage to get away, they remember you.
1: Um, Mm -hmm.
2: And as orcs die in the game, um, other orcs move up to take their places, Um, there's actual infighting with the orcs in their political system, trying to become warlords and all this stuff, and it's really well done um, as far as that system goes. Um, the only problem I have with the game is it's very repetitive. It's pretty much just run around and beat the Shadow of Warks, which is really fun. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's it's very fun, but after a while, it's very easy to go, well, I've had enough of this. So it's kind of one of those games that it's, it's nice to kind of just jump in and out of. So. That would be my Ooh. my pick for game, my favorite game this year as far as, you know, big titles go. Um, I did also enjoy Age of Wonders 3 and uh, um, Divinity Original Sin. I thought they were both um, really well done games as well. So,
0: And no one played Alien Isolation?
3: No, I was really looking forward to that, and then I got really bad reviews, so I didn't, I didn't Oh, play it, it. Did? it did? I never heard that. Well, it got, yeah, it was kind of a like a C, D, plus oh. C kind of score. Um So, no, I didn't purchase it because of that. It was on sale, too. It was 50% off on the Steam sale. And I
1: oh, was thinking I about that. it, but,
3: yeah, I just, it was a great concept, but I just don't think yeah. uh there was, I don't know, some people had some real issues with, like, what the point was, I think, and uh-huh. um just what you could do. Um, but again, I haven't played it, so I, I can yeah. only be a critic.
0: I had to mention it because one of our listeners, Carlo, um, we
1: Carlo, yeah, we
0: followed the the hype on it for a long time, and I just I still never I hadn't gotten hold of it, and I know that Carlo played it, so it's surprised kind of of didn't. Well, we'd love to hear from him. Yeah, it's
1: interesting <laughs> to hear from somebody. It's kind of funny yeah.
2: that you mentioned it though, Runner, because when I was looking through the year in gaming list on Wikipedia, I saw. Huh, Alien Isolation. That's funny. It had a huge amount of hype behind it, and I haven't heard mm-hmm. about it since. So.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that was a bad sign. Yeah,
3: it died quickly, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think it,
0: Well, the same thing happened with Destiny, right?
3: Yeah. Destiny also did not have a great launch for the PlayStation. Was that PlayStation? But I hear people
0: yeah. still love it, though. Oh, yeah. The hype was huge, and people went out and yeah. bought it, and then it was crickets.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: hmm. So, what... Um, Wild card
1: did you guys pick? Regina, did you have a wild card category? I I do. I have two two wild cards. Um, one is my favorite moment of, in feminism for the year, and one is my favorite, like, personal mo- Game on Girl moment. <laughs> Which do you want first? <laughs> well, we know that your personal
0: Game on Girl moment was me rapping, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I picked it before. Oh, okay. <laughs> A wrap. So I don't. Well, it is actually 2015. So that. And it is technically 2015 that we're recording this. (laughs) Um, My favorite game on girl moment was sharing a drink with Rhonda and Isabella at GirlCon. Yeah. Aww. Aww. That was pretty awesome. We just got to sit in the bar and and, you know kind of hang out and be with each other and uh, and that was great. So. Yeah. There's pictures of us out there somewhere. There are pictures of us out there somewhere. I think it's on the website. It is, yes. That's
3: uh, GameOnGirl.com, is it not?
1: It is (laughs) GameOnGirl.com. Nice plug. (laughs) Yeah. Shameless (laughs) up (laughs) promotion. Jinx. (laughs) So my favorite moment moment in feminism was... uh, at the Video Music Awards, actually, which is not some place that you would think your feminism is going to be no. highlighted, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> but it was watching Beyoncé stand and silhouetted against the word "feminist" in you know twenty feet high letters, um, with the definition of feminism as you know social, um, political, and economic equality, as a voiceover. So that was pretty outstanding. Definitely considering
0: how many headlines and some of not so nice headlines that feminism yes, made this year.
1: That was kind of Exactly. A and and Time magazine trying to, you know, declare feminism as um, passe and a word that needed to go away. So there were definitely a lot of attacks this year. So yeah. that was a good positive moment for feminism. Mark have you got a wild card?
2: Um yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> nothing so socially conscious as, as Regina's, but, um, nah, don't worry about it. I got nothing.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll, I've got mine's frivolous. I'll do mine. I, I can follow Regina. Um, I think, uh, I chose, uh, comic books. I've, <laughs> comic books are an expensive hobby. Yes, they but are. Every, yeah. every time I go, I pick up new titles every single time. Uh. No, that's
2: not what you're supposed to do. You're
0: supposed to stick to the ones you're already devoted to. Yeah, Yeah, but, um, oh, man. That's the reason why you shouldn't do very many independents. Uh, Oh. But anyway.
1: What? what? I was just going to say, imagine for you, Rhonda, that it's even more tempting because of your interest in art.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's got a beautiful cover, I yank that sucker up, and I open the page, and I look at the inside, and if it's beautiful, I buy it. So You are your comic book
1: store's dream. Yes, I am. Yes.
0: And, and that's the reason why I started um, um, Gotham at Midnight, which is a new series, absolutely gorgeous, um, by accident. I just happened to see it on the sand, and it's, uh, it's beautiful. But my, my favorite and most exciting story to me in comic books this year was uh, Bitch Planet.
2: <laughs> it sounds intriguing. Do tell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, there was a lot of hype about it. It's a Kelly Pseudoconic uh script and uh Valentine uh Delandro is doing the artwork which is gorgeous and it's basically it's set in the future and apparently the women who are uh found non compliant for the way that women should behave are sent to Bitch Planet, which is a prison for non-compliant women. God, it's so quiet.
2: I'm listening.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> telling you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not intriguing. That's the teaser. Yeah. That's a good teaser. <laughs> um, for the I'm longest sure, time...
2: I'm pretty sure it doesn't go there, but I, it it sounds like the setup for a uh, uh, 70s uh, uh, women's prison film.
0: <laughs> well, they're definitely in prison, but the... Uh, um, the uh, women tend to, um, for the most part, work together because all of them feel the same injustice of being found non-compliant. Uh, whether it's uh, the way they acted, uh, their physical appearance. And for the longest time, I didn't completely get the marketing. There's um, a tattoo going around. That's the NC tattoo that the women have to wear. Um, so that they're recognized as non-compliant females. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just, to me, I mean, you know, Regina, I've had some difficulty with uh, gender flipping and so many different examples that have been out there of, uh, yeah. explaining feminism or explaining the trials of uh, some of the the conflicts that women have, some of the yeah. the, the bias, and I just feel like that Kelly Sue has really hit on something. Nice. um in the comic book and i'm just i'm glad she's owned this and she's taken it and um and running with it i'm very excited one the issue one's the only one that came out in 2014 so uh, very excited about that and my other frivolous thing was uh, my best twitter experience this year <laughs> um, one awesome. was meeting tim weaver the author from yeah. um from uh, england And the other was the uh, live tweeting experience during the live performance of Peter Pan. It was hilarious. (laughs) I wish I had pulled some quotes. I didn't. But there were several Saturday Night Live quotes made any time that Christopher Walken was on the screen. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah.
3: Cowbells
0: and champagne. Mm -hmm. All that great stuff. (laughs) All right, Ryan, have you got a wild card?
3: Uh. Kind of, uh, after my rant on free-to-play mobile games. Uh, there's actually one that I'm a little addicted to right now that's a takeoff of a, an old favorite of mine, which is uh, SimCity. And EA put out uh, SimCity Built it or SimCity... It's Built it Yeah, that one,
0: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which
3: I thought is extremely well done. It is not an in-your-face, you-need-to-buy-more... It is
1: aggressively yeah, microtransaction. Not
3: yet, anyway. Not not mm-hmm. to say that it's not going to become that in a future patch, yeah. because it yeah. seems like you know
1: that's kind of what happens. Yeah,
3: it's like when they cancel good television shows. This is what they do when the uh, good free to play games go to die because they're not yeah. making enough yep. money. They're gonna they're ram it yep. down your throat. But yep. uh, as of right now, um, it's really fun to play. Um, you create resources, you build things with the resources, and you generate. Um, you know different things with those resources that help build up the houses, and it's a very simple uh, economic concept that they have in the game. But it's just fun to kind of check in with every once in a while and see how your city's doing, and I like it a lot. And have had no urge to spend real money in the game, and the game doesn't really ask you to do so. So, cool. Yeah, that would be my wild card.
1: Nice.
0: All right, well, we're going to close out our year in review by uh, just going through what we're looking forward to in 2015. Um, Mark, is there anything in particular you're looking forward to?
2: Oh, yeah. There's there's two on my list, and I, I'm pretty sure you guys have them on your list as well. So I'm just going to say it for all of us, and we can call it good.
3: Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron and Star Wars The Force Awakens.
1: Yes.
3: Uh, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out? Yep. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Was prompt, was what was that?
3: What? I said, did you somehow what? miss that, Ryan? No, yeah. no I did not.
2: Yeah. How could you miss that? No, him? he didn't. Ryan's he didn't. got his finger so on the pulse of the uh, industry that, well, it's under the skin, it's kind of gross. <laughs>
0: I think there are actually a lot of good sci fi movies set to come yeah. out next year. Yeah, it should
1: be a good, hopefully, a yeah. good.
3: Sci-fi movies. Let's, Potentially, let's try, yeah, it has a good.
1: Uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's keep it. put the card the meat before meaters. the horse here. Yeah, exactly. Expectations.
0: <laughs> what about you, Gina? No, no, no. Let's do Ryan. Ryan. Oh. Right.
3: What
0: are you looking forward to in 2015?
3: Uh, I am also looking forward to Star Wars. I really enjoyed what J.J. J. Abrams did with the Star Trek series, and if he can do that again with Star Wars, um, I think there's potential.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. I
3: hope it's not. Let's just wheel out the you know the Star Wars elite from the first three movies, and that's going to make it a good movie. I hope it, you know, I hope the writing is good, and I hope, you know, it all plays together uh, really well. That would be nice. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Um, So I'm looking forward to that uh, movie-wise. Also Age of Ultron um, as well, even though Mark said it for everybody earlier. Um, Told you. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Gaming-wise, the fourth Uncharted game is coming out for PlayStation uh, and I love that game series. So that should be exciting. And also the Apple watch will be coming out early this year. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays in the, the wearable
1: the market, okay, yeah.
3: um, to see if it's good or, you know, it could potentially not be good, even though I'm an Apple fan. Uh, you know, none of the wearables have really made a huge impact. So it'd be nice to see one of them make it whether it's Apple or not. Um, just to see where that technology is going to go.
0: Cool. Well, for me, I'm looking forward to um, finding a new job.
3: <laughs> I need work. That's a good goal.
0: <laughs> then, well, I just found out right before Christmas that they weren't going to extend my contract. So, Awful. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of, kind of sudden. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yay. Oh, yay.
1: Well, at least
0: it was before I bought all the Christmas presents because it's just, like –
1: that's it's a good. bummer
0: that you know all of a sudden, okay, I've got to set a bit tighter budget for Christmas. But, um, so anyone out there who's looking for, uh, remote manual testing, I, <laughs> uh, I test all kinds of software. So give me a call. Send me an ma- email. Yeah. I'm looking forward to doing a con with Sandy. Yes. I have that on my list too. Yep, that should be in October. Hopefully, Geek Girl Con, we got to get that mm-hmm. put together. And I'm looking yes. forward to the fact that there will be no more Hobbit movies. Thank God. <laughs> hey. <laughs> nothing
2: wrong with those movies.
0: Yes, there is. I rented I rented the second one because my <laughs> friend wanted to go see the Five Armies in the theater, and I was so bored. And we, I stopped it and. I was like, it's only half finished? And the thing's like <laughs> three hours long. I was like, I'm bored out of my yeah. mind. I was like, where's the dragon?
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Clearly, it was not for you. It just wasn't <laughs> for you. You're, you. No, you're just not in that club, so just stop.
0: Excuse
2: <laughs> <laughs> me. Sorry. I I'm not in the
0: club. I read the uh, books. I, I, have, I have a map so I. on my wall.
3: I, I enjoy the movies. I think we need to put them in a separate call and let them fight it out.
1: I know, right? (laughs) They need to do the Mark and Rhonda talk about the Hobbits. That That would be fun. fun. (laughs) (laughs) If there's a segment that's just the two of you going at it, this would be great. The boxing
3: (laughs) bell sound effect. Let's go.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs)
3: Round one. (laughs) And
0: who's looking forward to Gallivant?
3: (laughs) Never (laughs) a cricket sound effect when you need one.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't know. Gallivant? Have you heard of it? Nope. No. Oh, you guys gotta be kidding! It's, on, it's a new show's on ABC. It's going to be starting um, very, very soon. They've been advertising the heck out of it, and it's going to be a musical fantasy type show. It reminds me of The Princess Bride. Hmm. And oh, it's going to I be a think
3: comedy musical. Yes. Oh, all right.
0: Yes. So it's sort of like Monty Python meets The Princess Bride.
3: That does have potential.
0: It does. It's got some great actors in it, and. Um, some, they're going to have uh, special guests appear to do different roles, and um, it's just, it, it looks hilarious. Uh, if it's anything like the trailers are, which, gosh, now that I say that, that always turns out bad, <laughs> doesn't it? <that?
1: laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm looking forward to that. What about you, Regina? Uh, I put down events that I'm looking forward to, including the panel that we're working on with Sandy. For hopefully Geek Girl Con um, October, I'm also looking forward to Emerald City Comic Con. Um, Isabella and I are going to be there cool. repping for um, Game On Girl with um, Adrian from The Meaner Geek. Um, we're, we'll have a booth, an in- exhibitor booth, so you'll be able to come and kind of come by and say hi and maybe get recorded for the show. Wow, I, I did not get that memo. I did not know you guys were doing that. Yeah, I didn't. It's you know, it just kind of happened. Um, Adrian invited us last year. I was supposed to go last year, but as you all know, the end of February was a little busy for me. Just a little. Just a little, um, in terms of major life events and, um, surgery. (laughs) So at the end of March was too soon for me to be able to do anything. Um, so yeah, so, uh, we're going to go out and do that. So yeah, that'll be fun. Um, and continuing with Game on Girl and all that good stuff. Seeing what's on the horizon for all of us. I think it's going to be a good time.
0: Cool. Well, listen, we uh, really, really, really appreciate our listeners, our readers, yes. our followers. Um, We really appreciate um, the people that help us. Um, Isabella, all of our significant others, uh, Mark and Ryan, our writers, um, Jerry. Anybody I'm missing, Regina? No, I think you got everybody. Wow. It's there. I mean, we everybody does so much work, it seems like a bigger mob should be there.
1: And people, two thirds of Game On Girls on this show. Yeah. <laughs> hard
0: working people, they
1: are hard working people, but we
0: appreciate um, our listeners the most. I'm always surprised when uh, I talk to someone, they say, Oh, hey, yeah, I've heard of you. And um, that means a lot to us. I hope that we are adding benefit to the community and um, benefit to making the community better and inclusive for everybody. That's what Game on Girl would like to do. And tell us what you'd like to look forward to in 2015, um, if there's anything you'd like Game on Girl to uh, discuss or explore. You've been listening to Game on Girl. You can find all our social media connections on our website, gameongirl.com. I'm the co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. You can find me on Tumblr, Instagram, Twitter, at Rogeroom, R-H-O-R-H-O-O-M. And I'm
1: on Goodreads now. Oh, nice. Nice. And Mark, yes. where are you on Twitter? What are you on Twitter?
3: I am Mars Oler on Twitter.
2: All
1: right. Everybody go follow Mark. And Ryan?
3: Uh, I am at Desert Tree Media.
1: Yes, go follow Ryan as well. So thanks to Ryan for editing the show. As always, you guys can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Mm are all places you can subscribe to the show to get episodes. We're also live on Radio FUBAR and the All Games Network, so you can check us out on those, too, as well. We love getting your comments, um, both through Twitter and on the site, GameOnGirl.com. So please go leave us comments, because we love responding to them. Um, And I think we pretty much catch most of our comments, I think, most of the time. yeah, make sure to go and leave us a comment and we'll we'll chat. And we want to hear what you guys thought were the best of 2014. So, until next time, game on. Game on. <laughs> game on. Game on. Game on. <laughs>